0: Your boy, Carlos D. What's good?
1: Not much, man. How you been? How you holding up?
0: Uh, You know, as best I can in this wonderful world we live in. Uh Restrictions and shutdowns and upheavals and social unrest, pandemics. You know, the best year of my life, 2020.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Making it one day at a time, seeing what, uh, what the next day and next week is going to bring is always quote-unquote fun these days. Um, but we, of course, are here to talk about Power, Book 2, Ghost, which, honestly, I'm surprised they actually uh, released this on time, um, considering I believe they hadn't finished um, recording this before the pandemic struck. Mm. So, uh, I guess kudos to them for uh, getting it together.
0: All right. Well, that's going to be my big question is is do they have a full season ready to give us? Or, or is it going to be like some shows, like um, I don't know if you ever watch Billions. That's the show that's on Showtime. And they got seven episodes in and then all this stuff started and then they didn't finish the season. It just stopped after seven episodes. So normally, um, I want to say 12 episodes and they just stopped producing new shows. So I wonder if they got all have I don't know if this show is a 10-er or a twelve or whatever it is, but I wonder if they got them all in before um are we gonna get a full season. Hmm. Well,
1: that's actually a good question. I'm I'm curious about that too. I wonder if they I wonder if they factored in for like a, a little mid season break or something to that effect. Um
0: Yeah, try to do some research. I saw four confirmed episodes where they actually had like dates next to these are gonna come out. And it's like the neck, the first four. And after those, I didn't see any confirmed. Like, there was no news that they had stopped production or they weren't having any additional episodes. But there was no kind of confirmation that these episodes are going to come out on this particular date. So, I guess it's a waiting game.
1: Okay. Well, as I said, we're here to talk about Power Book 2 Ghost, the spinoff that centers around Tariq St. Patrick. Uh, and... Um, his his adventures into becoming a young adult and a man at some point um, what were what were your expectations excuse me what were your expectations um, heading into this first episode
2: uh,
0: I mean well initially I wasn't a big Tariq fan I didn't think it didn't make sense to basically make this guy the most hated character in the old show, the show that you're ending and then make him the star of the new show because a lot of people just weren't really feeling him. They didn't like how the old one ended with him killing what was, you know, without a doubt, either the the most popular or at least next to Tommy, co-popular, the most popular characters on their old show. So I I, I wasn't really feeling it. Um, But then when I saw the trailer, um, they put out a trailer maybe like a month or so before the the premiere and the trailer just really kind of pulled me back into it and and made me at least want to say, hey, I'm going to give it a earnest try. So I, I'm always going to watch the, the, the pilot because, or the, the premiere episode because I'm like, you know, I put six years in the other show. I might as well at least give it a shot. But this made me want to kind of get deeper into past a pilot because I know a lot of times when they had the first episode, it can be a little rough. Um, So that trailer that they put out about a month ago, that was about, a, I think, a minute and a half, two minutes long, Everybody really got me hyped to get back into it. So I was I was trying to go in with a, with my eyes fresh not trying to hold a judgment against... The end. How bad I thought the ending of the original power was, and just kind of going with an open mind. So that's what I tried to do. I try my best to do that.
1: I got you. Um, kind of the same way. the The ending of the first series, I should say, didn't leave the greatest taste in my mouth. Um, the writing got really weird in those last couple of seasons. Um, pretty much echoing what you just said. That it it was a real weird move to give the most inconsistently written character um, a spinoff show so hopefully this is their way to to kind of correct some of those mistakes Um, and that's how we ended up here uh... i think i was i was kind of fifty fifty on it when it was announced before the last series ended uh... but i think once we got the word that we were going to be getting a couple of other spinoffs we were we we kind of got the idea that some of these were going to be tied together. I was like, okay, I'll I'll stick with this to to close the gaps, um, because I I hope this dude proves me wrong and shows me he's capable of of carrying a series himself. Uh, and if I got to be honest with you, um, I know the episode is going to center around him. I already see some of the characters being a bit more uh stand out than he is Mm -hmm. um but i hope i'm wrong uh that being said you ready to dive in let's get it let's start off with the most obvious uh intro uh they they kept the song they kept the same theme which Mm. i thought was an interesting choice usually with these things there's a new song but um 50 is he is cementing that his song will go down in history as uh, one of the most iconic theme songs. And uh, you can't really be mad at that.
0: Right. Definitely a little surprised. I mean, they changed the, I guess, the, the video backdrop, whatever that is. They changed right. that, of course, you know, put the, the, new, the new actors, but they also changed that totally. Um, I was surprised, too. I didn't think they would go with the exact same songs. Normally, even if it's a sequel and it's, a, it's the same characters, if it's a spinoff, they normally have their own theme song, their own ideas. So I was a little surprised by that. I'm not mad by it because I, you know, it's probably one of the most iconic theme songs to indie TV show, and it's still a catchy tune. I still like, yeah. you know, hearing Joe belt out the little, uh, you know.
1: You know what they could have done if they hadn't have blown it with the last season, especially once we found out that we were going to get a spinoff. Mm-hmm. This could have been this could have been the one with Trey Songs. Right, because then people wouldn't be as mad right and then you you flip it you do another one for whatever series is coming next and so on with tommy and and so forth right and that way you not only do you make your your core song iconic you got remixes to go with it
2: yeah
0: that, that uh, probably would have been a much better idea yeah you go you can change it then because it's not so attached people i mean for one people would expect a new theme song and it's so it wouldn't be so attached to the middle one like they did right. when they just changed it randomly for season the start of season six, I guess that was
1: right. So, um, diving right on in, uh, we get Tariq getting dressed for his first official day of a uh, school. And on the other end, uh, we got Tasha going through it in, uh, in jail, getting ready to be, uh, processed to, I guess, go to her, her sentencing hearing. Or
2: her arraignment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it. Um, so, what did you think of that that opening shot of uh, Tariq getting dressed and uh, Lady Guard pretty much <laughs> seeing straight through Tasha?
2: Right,
0: I enjoyed the Lady Guard scene way more than Tariq getting dressed because Tariq was put. He kept putting that hoodie underneath a blazer, and it was just driving me insane. I, I <laughs> like put the hoodie. Like, who puts a hoodie on and then puts a blazer on top of a hoodie? It was just it was making me so mad. Um, but. I really enjoyed the uh, little bi- uh, banter with the uh, lady guard. How, like you said, she th- soothed her immediately. You know, she had been down this road a bunch of times. So when Tasha tried to claim she was a victim or self-defense, she was like, you know, it's full of, you full of shit. Um, yeah. So good luck in court today. And basically, if it don't go your way, I see your ass back in tonight. Yeah. And so it was, it was. It was. like a nice levity. And also, I like to see somebody that was, or, or, even though she's not a main character. Immediately seeing through the bullshit that Tasha been putting out the last uh i guess it's hard to talk because i keep wanting to compare it back to the old show you know we shouldn't really be diving into it but the bullshit that she's been going through over the last in, in their time six months or so or I, you know whatever that period
2: was
1: so here's where it gets interesting one we see we see Tariq throw that hoodie on and then he meets his grandmother and Yasmin outside the uh the the courthouse he doesn't have a hoodie on right which I—that's just bad continuity, but um, speaking role, speaking lines for Yasmeen.
2: Man,
0: Yas is, Yas is full grown now. She got kids of her own now. <laughs> they didn't—they didn't age that girl up so quickly. She was went from a baby that was barely in the background to now she full grown, telling Tariq about Mama. I want Mama to come home. I love you and all this. I, I said I didn't know who that little girl was. That wasn't no Yas that I haven't seen before.
1: I'm still trying to figure out how. Uh... Well, I don't know. Ghost was kind of light skinned but yeah, it's a super light skin. But I don't know. I'm not. We're not going to dip into. Yeah, you know,
0: you know, black, black coming all different shades and colors.
1: This is true, but um, it was what tripped me out was um, and we we find out later, but initially, uh, Tamika pops up and she's representing Tasha, which up until you know it gets explained, this is super out of left field, and mm-hmm. they should have explained this a bit sooner. Because it seemed super random and it had me scratching my head entirely too much to begin with.
0: Who oh, hired? And that, that's something that I don't understand. And I'm, you know, my law credentials are uh, one semester of business law when I was in, you know, trying to get my business degree. So I don't understand this. I guess if you're a lawyer, you could just say you somebody's lawyer and then you just automatically represent them. Like, because Tamika wasn't hired by Tasha, Tariq was surprised that she was there. Who, so if I'm a lawyer, can I just say I'm this person's... Uh, this person has, has hired me as a client and then the, the, the court just accept that? Like, I don't understand it.
1: No idea. Um, I mean, we find out how she gets connected to them later, but yeah, that it definitely seemed super weird. Um, but yeah, so Tamika is representing Tasha and is trying to get her out on bail. Um And it 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 was it was it was kind of a strange setup. But do we know? Do we know the prosecutor? Was she was she somebody like in the in the first series?
0: Not that I remember. I think they just they are trying to build a backstory with her connection with uh, Sachs. But she wasn't anybody I remember over the first six seasons.
2: Okay. Hmm. Because
0: all the prosecutors that have been involved in the show have been federal prosecutors. And she's clearly a state or city prosecutor so there was no history i I didn't recognize her or anything like that
1: okay um so the process you know they're they're going through what she's there for and what they're you know her trying to label her as a flight risk uh they were you know prosecution was stating facts like she is not innocent um which to a degree she isn't and we're also reminded that the, the only real reason that she's here is because she did entirely too much trying to set up Quentin, excuse me, Burberry Q. Mm-hmm. And that's how she got caught up. Um, granted, Tamika was speaking facts on Ghost, um, sort of. Uh, he did, he was involved in some dirt. But again, even in death, I'm going to champion him. The dude spent the majority of the season trying to be clean. And we all saw how that turned out but uh we get a we get a really interesting scene after the fact uh where the prosecutor and her name is escaping me um i'll get it before this is over but uh she 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 puts the pictures out of all the the murder suspects and of course we see um we see keisha laid out and uh tasha and her her guilt kind of creeping in how did you feel about that scene
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just another one that I don't know about the law, but um, so quick to blame a dead man, and I, I feel like no judge would like accept this because, like, like they said, he was an upstanding citizen. You can't just throw smut on somebody's name with no proof. He was never convicted of anything. Um, the one case that ever came against him, he was proved innocent. They exonerated him. Uh, so I, I don't understand why the judge would be so quick uh, or the prosecutor would be so quick to kind of. Given to Tamika's thing, where like he killed all these people, here's a bunch of pictures, it's no proof, that's just a bunch of pictures. I don't mean ghost anything to do with it. Uh, so I was already like kind of pushing back on, and, and I'm trying to do I try my best to like suspend my disbelief from like yo, it's a TV show, stop being so serious, but it's just hard because I was so mad about how the last one ended. Uh, yeah. So I, I was like, this is annoying me,
1: yeah. Uh, so we get. Shot number one of Tariq running on campus. Oh, yeah.
0: How much running did that boy do?
1: That better not be the whole series. He needs to join the
0: track team. I mean, just sprinting all day.
1: Yeah, if he had time, but we're going to find out later that the boy's not going to have time for anything. Um, But he goes across to meet the dean and, of course, uh, our good old racist buddy, uh, Simon.
0: (laughs) Don't even try Um, to hide a half the time either. No, he He just said a bunch of racist shit.
1: Yeah, and it, it's it's scary how how influential he is, because he says this in front of the black lady, and she doesn't she barely flinches,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like she barely flinches, and it's just like how how <laughs> how connected is this guy, you know what I mean? So they're pretty much telling him that like, look, uh, in order to get you in here, we had to kind of cut a bit of a deal, so. We got a we got a star basketball player coming in, and we need to make sure his grades are 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 stop, are, are straight. We need to make sure his grades are straight. So, right. in le- for lack of a better term, he's he's doing a jock's homework.
0: Yeah. A- a- another situation I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, because the star basketball player was already in the school. Why do they need Tariq to tutor him? There's no other students that can tutor this guy.
1: I think I think he just got there because the the party. That's going on later is to celebrate him getting into that school,
0: right? I mean, I get it; he's a freshman, but I'm saying at that point that they classes like they had already said classes had already been going on for a week, so they like they just admitted him. He had to know that he was coming to the school a while ago, but you know that's just just digging into the weeds.
1: Yeah, because um, that's another one of those you're you're gonna have to suspend your disbelief because there's a, a few instances of that in this episode where it's just like, thank God this is a pilot and usually you kind of critique with, with lighter strictness during Mm -hmm. a pilot. She's working with the kinks. Oh my God. There's a few things in this thing was just like, thank goodness we know, but I feel bad for anyone who this is their introduction to the series because there's a whole lot of head scratching going on. Um, Starting with the fact that Tariq is clearly a college freshman who was in high school two weeks ago.
2: Right. and,
0: how, and it wasn't like in, I felt like he was deep in the school year because he had already spent the time at Chote or whatever. The, so he had did half a semester or more there. So it shouldn't be like the first half of the fall. And, it, you know, I'm basically because he got a hoodie on. It's the fall semester. It's like the beginning of the fall semester. Right. So the timeline is all fucked up on the show. Let's not even get into that. Cause
1: yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, once he leaves that meeting, he runs into a girl. I believe her name is Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, who, I don't know, it's like, I'm glad she was, she was nice to him. And like, I, I think it was, it was also kind of, kind of a weird scenario because she, she pretty much kind of approaches him. Like, you know, we got to stick together. Cause it's only like four or five of us, mm-hmm. like, like black, black kids. But like as they're walking, there's like four or five other black kids walking behind them as extras. Right. So it's like okay, I mean, I should I'm not supposed to notice that, uh, but she pretty much gives them the rundown of like yo we're we're an endangered species out here, and she gives them the, the, the lay of the land and whatnot. Um, one of the things that stuck out to me about that was she mentions a guy by the name of Richard, who I guess is the uh, the anti-black kid. So I'm wondering when we're gonna get to meet him. But uh, yeah, we get his uh, The first girl In, in Tariq's life mm-hmm. uh, What did you think about that whole that, that walk and talk?
0: I mean, like I said, it was just a quick introductory scene um, And you see a lot of that throughout this episode We're just kind of introducing new characters Who you don't know What their role is going to be like farther down the line How involved they're going to be um, But it was nice to um, It wasn't a bad transition To, to introduce to, to introduce this character as it was for some of the later characters that they introduced. So I thought this was kind of natural to say something that will happen on the college campus, so especially when you're new, you may ask a stranger, hey, you know, how do I get to build in so and so, especially if you if you go to a school that was kind of big, a, a larger size school. So it was natural. I liked it. Um and I agree, it's you know, is a lot of PWIs, there aren't a lot of uh especially this school is supposed to be like I think it's a fictional school. But it's supposed to be like one of these big Ivy League schools or like top tier schools. Hmm. And unfortunately, you just don't see um, people who have who, who have been to these type of schools know that you don't really see a lot of black people at it. So it is a natural thing that the black people do stick together.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Tariq is actually on his way to, to talk to Professor Milgram, hmm. who I guess is going to be his uh, his advisor, which sure. uh, he, he picks out pretty quickly. It's like, okay, they gave me a black advisor, but it's actually for a good purpose. Um you know, she she tries her best to do right by the the few black students they have,
0: mm-hmm. and she fine. So yeah. that ain't hope That ain't hope I'm hoping to see a lot of her. <laughs> Cause I, I don't know. She looked good. I know. That's all I know.
1: Yeah. So she um it, yeah, totally agree. Uh, but you know, she she expresses her her concern for him, um, being a kid coming from uh, these recent events. And it, it can be a lot, especially considering the fact that uh, you've been thrown in a few weeks after school has started. Um, and he's, he's been given his first task. He needs to read this book, The Stranger, and he needs to convince, I believe his name is Professor Oliver, um, to admit him into canonical law, which is, I guess, the 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 prime one of the prime classes, uh, one of the prime courses of whatever he's going to be majoring in. I don't even think they spoke on that. Right. But um, that we also find out there's a caveat that if you pass it, you can graduate in three years. Right. Um,
0: Which I like that playback because we know his whole goal of being in college is that the will says he only gets the inheritances if he get, graduates from a four-year university, like a like a major college. So. It, I I like how he was playing. that they at least kind of tie back to that. Like of course his path will be to graduate as quickly as possible, and if this is the way to do it, I like how they did that. But it, it, you know, and this did made me like kind of get into like what is the show exactly going to be about? Because I feel like they were setting it up for like a lot of different things that could be going on. Of course we got the street shit, um, the street stuff that we know from Power, but I feel like it may also turn into like an educational, like more of a. Um, I feel like the college people are going to be heavily involved, made more than you'd assist, expect from a show that's mainly a street show. That should be about him selling drugs and dipping and dabbling. I feel like they will spend a lot of time with these college characters. Um, this professor and also the, the the brother professor we meet later. I didn't write none of their names. I'm sorry. Um, and then also tying back into Lauren and how we may see, uh, what's the Oreo guy name? Uh, you just mentioned it, Richard, I think uh, is his name. So I think those all people might come up because I think it's gonna be kind of, this show gonna kind of strut online. It still will give you the same street stuff that we Power is known for, but it's also gonna tie into just like coming to age story and show him dealing with college and struggling in the college and um, just kind of being a normal college shooting as well.
1: Yeah, I think this was uh, somebody in a pitch meeting said, what if we did A Different World meets The Wire? Right. Um, And I think that's what we're about to get. And um, we're going to see if they can pull it off. Uh, I hope so. I'm rooting for them. Um, So from there, we go back to the penitentiary. And Tamika is pretty much talking with Tasha about how she got her a pretty banging deal. Um, I think like what? It was like three years. Four years of probation.
0: And that's it. No jail time.
1: No jail time. You get to go home. uh, But Tasha.
0: it, it, real quick to start at murder one which they which they had, had her up for and I think they they dropped it all the way down past manslaughter down to basically tampering with evidence Tamper with physical evidence and I think um interfering with an investigation Tamika must be the greatest lawyer of all time
1: yeah well I mean before that 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 everything went down she was the head she was at the top at right. the uh, at the ADA's um she got fired because everybody else is BS. So, yeah, she's she's clearly on top of her game. She just got screwed over by a whole bunch of incompetence. Um, but like you said, she got her a banging deal, but. The twist. The twist. There's there's a snag, and Tasha is still a terrible liar. Um, and Tamika sees right through that. Like, you, and that. I hate to say it, but like the majority of this episode is, is pretty much, well, Tasha's most of Tasha's like role in this particular episode is being reminded that she's a bad liar. And it almost makes me wonder, like, it's a wonder that they didn't get hemmed up on other stuff because I don't know if it's acting or if it's just writing, but it's just like, no one believes her like she tells on herself all the time. And Tamika tells her like, "Look, you you got to make a decision. Like, I'm not going to lie for you. And I'm not like cuz I've already been burned once. If if you mess around and get me hemmed up, I'm going to lose my license. So you need to tell the truth." To which Tasha responds by firing her.
2: Right. Horrible decision.
0: I mean, we, we see that it kind of worked out in the end because the other dude um, that we meet later was a little bit looser with with his um ethical standards mm-hmm. um but it almost ether up in, in the immediate because like for one you got the sweetheart deal then well i guess no i, I was i guess she could have just lied immediately and said it was dre like she did later mm-hmm. um but Tamika was like i'm not going to fall for that it got to be the real person or i'm not or i'm not i don't want to be involved and that's when she refused to reveal that of course Tariq is the real killer cuz i would right. just f him up
1: so, this leads to Tamika calling uh, Tariq and telling her, like, yo, yo, yo uh, your mom's tripping. She fired me, and she needs someone, like you said, with a loose moral compass, and uh, enters Davis McLean. <laughs> Clifford Method Man Harris. I, I like that he, he, he seems to be branching out. It's like, I'm not just Method Man. Say the whole name.
2: Oh, as far as in the credits?
1: Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not just The Rock anymore. It's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get our introduction to Davis McLean. Um, what did you think of his introduction?
0: This when he was in the courtroom getting the, uh, the white-collar criminal off. yeah, The
1: scumbag off. This dude is clearly, <laughs> clearly guilty. Well, go ahead.
0: But he had a nice mouthpiece. So, I mean, you can tell he like one of these slick boy lawyers. Um, and I saw some people online talking about he's like a, a more gangster proctor. Yeah. Um, Meaning, it's like Proctor was always like doing like sneaky stuff to get people off and behind-the-scenes stuff. But he always came across as like you know a more clear-cut kind of guy. I feel like you know, and and you know, it's probably some stereotyping involved because he is a black guy. Is that he more like kind of upfront with his his shadiness? Or mm-hmm. well, I guess that's what they want the character to kind of put off. It's like he kind of like a hey, I don't want to put smutter on my man name, but Johnny Cochran. He like a mm-hmm. Johnny Cochran um, for now.
1: Um, I think his his intro was dope, especially when he's talking to Tariq in the Hall area. Mm -hmm. Tariq's, you know, kind of pleading his case. Um, The way he's talking to Tariq, he's a little James St. Patrick-ish. Like, just his delivery Mm -hmm. and just, like, this confidence. Like, I don't know if he was studying tape of Omari Hardwick, but, like, like, the way he's kind of talking down to Tariq, but, like, not necessarily talking down to him, but schooling him. Right. He was just like it it was I felt like I was watching Ghost uh pass off some, you know, some deal on somebody and just like just smooth talking his way through it but also putting his head, you know, putting his foot down like this ain't going to happen unless you pay me. Like uh, right. give me give me some money and uh we'll talk.
0: Right. He wanted a lot of money, 500,000. That's a big street.
2: was a 5,000.
0: 5, no, 500,000.
2: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, cuz he end, he ended up giving him 50,000 and he said this gets you one week. So he, oh oh, oh, he oh wanted by five, the end. Yeah, yeah, by
1: the end hand, by the end you wanted five hundred dollars. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: he asked him during the first meeting, I want five hundred thousand. On my unless I'm tripping, maybe I misremember. I could have swung he was like, I want because when Tariq gave him that money, that was way more than five thousand dollars he gave him. He gave him a, a freaking brick of, of of money. I think he said five hundred thousand. But we gotta we have to review the tape.
1: Okay. Well, um Tariq is now in the hustle mode where he needs to figure out how to get that money. Mm-hmm. Um grandma is obviously concerned because this is crazy and uh his, you know, she's concerned about him because he's not really dealing with all of this. He's just kind of putting his head down and, and pushing forward, mm-hmm. which isn't always the best thing. So, you right. know, rightfully, she's concerned.
0: Because um, I mean, and I'm not to cut you off, but in the timeline I mean, has Ghost been dead a week? They haven't even buried him yet.
1: And that's you know what that that's an in that's an inconsistency because in the in these um these what' call it these uh these previews we see that he's going to be buried in a future episode but clearly the last series ended at the will reading and you don't that doesn't happen until the body's in the ground For, unless unless i'm missing something um i the I, timeline I was, is all jacked up yeah i was always under the impression that you don't have a will reading until after a funeral um I could be wrong, but it... I don't know.
0: TV-wise... Mean, I don't know if it's a rule, like like legally you gotta wait till the person did, but I think normally out of respect, you know, they normally put a person right. in the ground or cremate them or whatever they're gonna do to them, have some look a service before we start getting into wheels.
1: Right. Um, also, real quick, I just brain fart. I think I called Method Man Clifford Harris. No. it's um, That's T.I., Cliff- right? Yeah. Clifford Smith. Um, so, yeah. My bad. Um... We get a phone call from mom in jail, and the quickest talk with Yasmeen, because you hear her say hi, mommy, mm-hmm. uh, 10 seconds, not even 10 seconds go by, and, <laughs> and Tariq is on the phone. I was like, goodness, your daughter's finally talking, you don't even want to talk to her? Like, you, you a cold piece of work. Terrible, Tasha. Horrible. Um, so how did you feel about her pretty much telling him that like, look, you need to just focus on school. Um, uh, about me in here.
0: I'll figure it out. Focus my on. my thing is too little, too late. She should have been teaching him towards the yeah. end of season six. Now the, they
1: before season six. I'm, truthfully, yeah. truthfully,
0: um, but now you can turn you can turn turn to to hustle, man. You can't just turn right. that off and expect him to just be be a good guy again.
1: Right, especially when he's in there serving, when you're in there serving his sentence. Right. Um. So you know he's. He's pretty much telling her that, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out something and, you know, she's telling her like, nah, just stay out of it. Uh, but we, we get, we find out that Tariq is actually looking for, uh, his, the lady that was helping Tasha run the drugs out of the daycare. Uh, good old Epiphany, uh, who we, we do come across, um, After this next
0: scene, right?
1: And uh, hold real quick.
0: So shady that Tasha put her occupation as dancer in the little file with with her baby's picture (laughs) on it. Just shady. (laughs) Just
1: shady. Oh man, I mean, dancers better than putting stripper in there. I guess I mean dancers open ended, you know. And that that definitely looks better if someone comes and checks your records and -hmm. like that than putting you know exotic or stripper in front of it, right? Uh, so we get introduced to uh, Jabari, who, I mean, I'm all for for positive black influences, but these two seem too perfect to me. I'm not saying these guys don't exist in college campuses. I'm like, you get the most like these two look like they would both be on the cover of Jet magazine.
2: Um,
0: right, two but, just two beautiful people. Right, that yeah. would never be. I don't. I'm not saying it's not good looking. Academic. Academic. Uh, Academics, but I never saw uh-huh. one in my life. I've
1: Not seen this a, pretty. A, a very like a handful, but both of these guys look like they should be doing more than than teaching. Like they both, they both are Instagram Fitspo, you right. know what I'm saying? Influencers.
0: Yeah. And this thing um, made me um, think. That's why I think they're going to try to redo a lot of this uh, college, um, college. Uh, make, you know, kind of include them a lot into the story and his role in college because we didn't really need this scene. Um, the, the woman, had, we, we could have left it with the opening scene with Tariq Madwell she gave him the book and she said she would talk to uh, the administrator about it. They basically just had another scene with these two talk about the fact that they're going to talk to the dean about getting Tariq in which I didn't really think was necessarily needed other than to introduce this character. So that's why I'm saying he must have a prominent role or they're going to find a way to really include the college experience as a part of the main storyline because without that we don't need this introduction to him he could have just been introduced when they go to the meet later on and Tariq fumbles the the project so I I feel like that's the hope that's why why I feel like it's going to be heavy they're going to find a way to heavily include the the college stuff into it
2: Yeah,
1: Um, all of that and I also like but I do like the fact that in this uh, Jabari points out the fact that it's really ridiculous that he randomly gets in before completing high school so I'm glad that they're aware of that Um, that this is this is utterly unheard of it's is this is not real um, that this, this this random black kid gets admitted into a college uh, in any in any world mm-hmm. now I'm not saying that black kids aren't capable of it but if it's a black kid whose parents were going through the the public drama that they were going through in a college in in the world that would admit him early
0: but right I, I mean I they also black... do, they also do I mean he also talks about the fact that um... You know, there there is a, a wealthy privilege to it, you know, because yeah. if this was like a poor yeah. black kid from the hood, he probably wouldn't have this advantage, and that's why he kind of wanted to keep him out because he was like, you know,
1: he feels like he'll be all right.
0: Yeah, he'll be good. He, he's from rich people, even even with the fact that his, his dad is dead and his mom is on trial for the murder, he still was like, you know, he's still from a wealthy family. He'll be fine. Right. Um. So that was that was an interesting dynamic.
1: Yeah, which you don't you don't really see that often. You don't see the black male teacher, uh. uh Speak on, like you know, other wealthy black students just being like, "No, he'll be fine. Like his his parents are are set. He'll he'll be all right. He can wait." Um, but we also get the the real quick drop that they were a thing. Um, Him and uh, Professor Milgram were a thing, but she clearly ended it because uh, it still stings clearly to him. Um, so from there, we get a. We get our reintroduction to good old Epiphany, who is on her way in, Tariq's uh, waiting on her outside. And uh, she, well, he, <laughs> Tariq makes the thing, I was like, yeah, nah, my mom's is like, she, well, Epiphany says like, hey, I told you mom, things got hot and I can't, I can't be messing with her um, right now. And Tariq says, well, she's in, she's in, uh, she's in jail for possibly killing my dad. To which we get one of the funniest lines. She's like, genuine dang I, I gotta start watching the news like I don't be know what's going on mm-hmm. and th- at that moment I'm like okay keep epiphany on this show she's I hope she fills the void that uh spank and two-bit have left because two- bit's clearly locked up and spank is dead right so nice I, I comic she, relief yeah like I hope she kind of fills that void not to say that she you know doesn't deserve like bigger stuff than that I hope she gets that but I like the fact that, you know, she, she just kind of brings the the realness with the the nonchalantness. And she pretty much tells him like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook hook you up because I owe your mom, but this is it. How did you feel about, uh, us running into Epiphany again?
0: Yeah, I mean, that was a nice, I mean, you, you pretty much said it all. It was a good, uh, you know, she gave some good comic relief, um... You had to, you know, with his network all destroyed, well, he barely had a network to begin with. Right. But you knew he had to go to turn to somewhere to kind of move these drugs um, as the means to kind of get the money to pay for the lawyer. So it was good that they did do a callback. You know, I liked Epiphany in the first scene. She, the first show, she she had her little funny moments. And I think she'll be nice in, in kind of limited doses. Yeah. So we'll see what the future has in store for.
1: Yeah. So speaking of callbacks, um, like I said, in the in the previous scene, we had Jabari calling out the ridiculousness of him getting into school this early. Um, picking right back up on that ridiculousness. His idiot roommate is now in college. How? It, right.
0: Now he didn't, like I, I guess to re, you, can, you can get the excuse he got a GED and they pulled some strings and got him in. This kid was just in school. Right. He had no reason to leave school early. He had no reason to graduate. So for him to all of a sudden be in college, with no rhyme or reason, no explanation, he's just in college when he still should be in high school. It, I just was like, "What the, this shows this show is making me wanna hate it. They want me to yeah. hate this show.
1: Yeah, it's like you can't have glaring oversights like that. Like, you can't expect people to just look the other way on that. Right. Um, at most, at best, you could say that once we find out that his family like donated to the school and they pulled some strings, but it's still ridiculously convenient. Um,
0: right, I gotta understand like a season down the road or two seasons when he's time to be in college and he pops up. And like, oh, my boy, yeah, I, yeah, and my family got me in. We donated a wing or whatever, but he does not belong there. There's no there's no explanation as to how he all of a sudden is in college. Right.
1: Um, but as if, as if that's not enough, uh, we, we find, uh, well, first, before we even get to that, I am glad that Tariq has a friend. As yeah. dumb as this kid is, I'm glad that Tariq essentially has his Tommy. And I, I don't mean by, like, this kid being really, you know, on Tommy's level, but just just a good friend he yeah. can he can kind of lean on.
0: Like a buddy. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: just, you know, a, a buddy. his is freshman homie. Um, but, you know, in the midst of that, we, we get uh, – I think his name is Brayden. Uh, him pretty much just saying, like, you know, I'm sorry about the the way things went between you and Effie. And uh, we get another ride on the crazy train. Um, Braden mentions that Effie got into Yale. Now, first, I'm like, okay, when she graduates, she's going to Yale. Nope. She's
0: Also she's in college. There. Somehow she's, she's in, college in college,
1: too. Yeah. Um, and that's when it was 15. Right. It, it made no sense. It made absolutely no sense to me because and the only reason I caught the fact that she was in college is because when she says, I'm sorry about that stuff at back at Chote. Right. So I'm like, so you got in early too? all three of you like y'all killing me with this. Y'all are killing me with this. It's too early. Um, but what did you think about that? That reunion interaction between them?
0: I mean, I thought it was interesting. I, I like that. She, uh, you know, kind of let him know, hey, it wasn't a personal it was just business. You didn't need the money. I did, so I had to get rid of the competition. I um, mean, she still tried to at least, on her part, have the flirtatious aspect. It's like, it wasn't all a game. You know, I really did like you, um, and I think you had strong feelings for me too, but I had to do what I had to do to kind of survive. I'm from a poor background. I was struggling to pay for books there, and you was just kind of chilling because your daddy had money, he got you in. Um, so, I, you know, and, and I'm also I, it, it left me kind of, and a limbo as to what's her future on this show? Was that just a quick, he, her quick connect for right now, and then until he figured something better out, or does she have a long-term future in this show?
1: Um, I'm gonna come back to my theory on that, but yeah, I totally agree. Um, she was definitely still kind of feeling him, and everything she said was, was factual. Um, he, was, he was playing drug dealer because he was bored, and he, he was trying to have a, a rebellious phase. Um, and the, the wild part about it is This wouldn't have happened If If he hadn't gotten into the drug game And brought her into it Like they'd still be at choke And they'd all probably still be friends Right But like he Opened himself up as competition Right he put her in the position to take him down
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: She was minding her own business um, So th- I thought that was I think that was a dope little Little callback um but uh the next scene we get Tariq already on his freshman BS uh oversleeping uh been there <laughs> who hasn't who hasn't oh man um we of course get another scene of him running on campus um i i would believe it more if he wasn't the only one <laughs> running right. on nobody's campus. late right i'm the only person late on this campus
0: and, and, and also real quick for somebody who was already a week behind, he has gone to no other classes. None. Like he hasn't, he's been running the street, going to court, uh, going to uh, meetings, uh, going to court cases, hanging out outside of strip clubs, hasn't gone to a single class.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it's wild. Um, so we get, we get his, his oral, um, his oral examination on this book. And we, we see that Tariq still has that that ability to to kind of talk his way to BS his way through certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, But he does get called out. And and they they do a good job of of kind of picking up this this tension of okay is he gonna is he gonna be able to talk his way out of this or is he just screwed? Right. Um, How did you feel about that that whole that whole turnout?
0: Yeah, once again, another tie into the fact that they're going to really push the school part of it into it. So I think even this Dean might have a kind of long-lasting role as we move down the season because um, they just gave him a lot of air time. Um, but like I said, Tariq, never been accused of being stupid. Um, so he was, he, he was doing a good job of faking his way through. You could tell he didn't read the whole book, but you knew he did do some of it. Um, and I thought he was going to kind of sweet-talk him at first, and that was going to be the end of it. But I like the fact that they challenged, they challenged him on it. Um, but they also didn't give up on him. So they gave him another opportunity, of course, that we see later in the show. Because he was, and I, I think he was, I, I like how he was like, man, this young was boring. You're supposed to be bored. Because the shit is boring. Like, they wrote it to be bored. And I was like, oh, I thought they was gonna be like, oh, damn, this motherfucker got a, a good mind and insight. Um, and today it was like, bro, you didn't finish that book. Stop being stupid. And yeah, get sure. your ass out of here.
1: Yeah. I, I, but I do like the fact that um, we find out that Jabari isn't completely a dick. And he's 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 on Tariq's side, you know. You you want kids in here to challenge a way of thinking, mm-hmm. and I think this kid can do it. Uh, but I also like the fact that he doesn't let go of the fact that Tariq didn't finish
2: the book, right? Um, but
0: and granted, they gave him 24 hours to finish a book, and I don't I don't know the strange. I don't know how long a book is, and you can of course read a book in 24 hours, but you do got to look at the circumstances. Yes. Like he is fresh to school; um, he's probably barely settled in. He, you know, his his mother's situation. His daddy just died. um, And to give him a book and expect him to finish it and comprehend it totally in the 24-hour period, I feel like that was, and I know this is supposed to be like a a, a strict course, so you got to be on top of your stuff. But I feel like that was unreasonable. I can say they say, okay, take a couple of days, read this book, and then come back. But to schedule it basically, it was probably less than 24 hours from when she gave him the book initially to when he had to come back and kind of present.
1: Yeah, which I, I like the fact that, you know, they, that um, Professor Milgram brought that up. That, like, yeah, this isn't, it's not necessarily fair because if he was a, even if he was, wasn't going through all that, that's still a tall order. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, we're assuming he has other classes to, to take care of. You want this kid to, to thoroughly comprehend it while reading a book in 24 hours as if he has nothing else to do. So I I am glad that they that they brought that in,
0: right? And Um, they made it. They made they made it sound like this book was like a tough book. It wasn't like it was Dr. Seuss, you know. So yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, So from there we go back to jail, where uh, Tasha is meeting her horrible, horrible public defender. Oof, that poor lady. Right. She was she was screwed from the get go. Um,
0: I believe. And that's real. That's real. Most public defenders are. I'm not saying they're not skilled lawyers but they are normally overworked um you know not paid well and you uh, know doing this right. doing it stuff out of good at their heart not necessarily yeah. that they they just can't help everybody yeah and the lawyer herself was like you had a sweetheart deal you kind of fucked that up right I, this is the best i can do for you i'm a public defender right. um you know you admitted to the crime no has she admitted to it she hadn't admitted to it yet no um but they got a lot of evidence that you were on the scene Um, They got a person who admits that they took you to the scene of the thing that you didn't try to frame. So I don't know how Tamika got the deal. So she was just being realistic.
1: Yeah. And she said that was like, you had Tamika Washington. Like, what in the world were you thinking getting rid of her? Um, But uh, yet again, this is another one of those instances of Tasha just going off of pure reaction and not thinking these things through. Because once again, she's painted herself into a corner. Um they like you said, they've they've proven that the shooter was between five ten and like six two and Tasha without heels is like four eight. Right. So it's like it, it won't you. And even if you can tell us who did it, uh you're still on the hook for, for trying to get Burberry Q set up. Um so she finally drops the name that it was Dre, which as we said, if she'd have did that earlier, they might have gone for it. Um, but yeah, she was at least finally thinking a little smart. Right. Playing
0: um, on a dead man. Right. At this point, she knows he's dead too.
1: Right. And a dead man with a record and an axe to grind is perfect. Uh, and this also ties in sort of to what happened at the end of the first series, where um, Tariq and Sax. Are talking and uh, Tariq's like drops the bomb and like, "Hey man, um, I saw you and I saw you with a gun." Right, Dre did it. To where Sacks goes, "Yeah, yeah, Dre did it."
0: Would have had it wrapped up nice if she'd have just let it go. Exactly, but uh, you know, then we wouldn't have a show then. So,
1: exactly, yeah, you need a show. So, um, speaking of Sacks, he is trying to <laughs> trying to live it up as a. The the new head of the the USADA's or USA the USA the USA
0: um, yeah. Eastern yeah, District. Where
1: he um he runs back into Mock, who's there with scary DNC dude, and they're pretty much telling him, yeah, um, Tasha Green has to go down for this, because if uh, Ghost is implicated in anything bad with this, it's gonna screw up the DNC.
2: Right, and I, I, I,
0: I didn't understand what they were talking about. I didn't understand the scene. Um, I guess they would be upset if Tasha like claimed that ghost was like a, like if Tasha got on the stand and said that ghost was a bad guy, that's so why she had to kill him, mm-hmm. and that would make them look bad. But I didn't understand how that would make them look bad because he was vetted; he had never been convicted of any crime. I, I don't understand the DNC's role or why they that, care so much about it.
1: Because optics. Um, if they they vet this guy and then it comes out that he actually was dirty, that calls into question everyone they've vetted before. Because this guy, who was a bad person and did some really bad things, not only managed to get past their radar, he got on their ticket. So it's like they have to keep that quiet. Because that calls into question pretty much everything they've done previously. Like, if this guy almost made it to lieutenant governor, who in the world else did you guys have um, okay. Or or yeah, that's already been sworn into a, a position of power. Um, so yeah, like I, I kind of got where they were coming from with that, and um, we pretty much get the word that like, look, you need to find a way to to get to get the RICO charge put on Tasha, um, or it's over for you. Like yeah, we got you this cushy job, and we'll we'll take it away from you. Um, and it. <laughs> it's one of the few and i the the miniscop like minuscule microscopic feeling of sad sorriness for sax because he actually was telling the truth that like she didn't do this right i don't want to put put this on her because she doesn't deserve this she actually did not do this and he was being genuine but he's stuck in between a rock and a hard place um and he's he's kind of got no choice
0: right yeah you know, they had they 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 basically had him so then, yeah. you know, he start his plan, you know, he always scheming anyway, so it don't matter.
2: Yeah.
1: So from there we go to Tariq moving into his new room.
0: But she already had a room, so I was confused by this.
1: That I think that was more of they want not only did they want him to help this kid, they wanted it to be like no no like hang ups in between. Like you there's no, you know, we don't want this kid to have to look for you. Like, we want you under his wing, taking care of his messes at every turn. And the best way to do that is to put you in his room. Uh, but we get our introduction to Zeke. Uh, would you like to go ahead and handle his introduction?
0: I mean, you know, clapping some cheeks, handling his business, which is another thing. Not not, I'm not, saying this happened to everybody in college, but, um, you know, a lot of people just happened to college. Either they saw this happening or they heard something in the middle of the night, or they walked in the room and smelled something that was <laughs> the aftermath of Rome aroma of it. So, you know, this is a common occurrence. Um, I've never had this happen and I started having a conversation with the mother or with the with the, the people engaged. I've never done that. So I was like, Tariq, why don't you just get the hell out of here? Like, why <laughs> were you was, lingering so long?
1: That's what tripped me out. It's like, in his haste, like, you, you could tell he clearly meant to come in because he didn't want the door to be open while they were doing this but he still came in like he should have just backed out but clearly he was so caught off guard he didn't know what to do this is clearly uh a first for him uh the kid he had a man he had a big week um but yeah uh they don't stop you know cuz uh, because yeah. you know
0: and she was like you better not stop she was like come on he was like i'll be done in five minutes she was like mm-hmm. I think no, she no, said something like. At no, first, he said a minute. Oh, okay. He was like,
1: you better not. And he was like, "Come back in like 15." Right, but he really did fast. Like on the sneak, yeah, on the sneak, he was like, <laughs> "Give me five. <laughs> so already, like Zeke is a cut up. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's a clown. Uh, so from there we go to, and this the, the beginning of this scene kind of threw me off because I thought Sax had leveled up once he had gotten that promotion, uh, but we actually find out this isn't his house. Uh, he's at his parents' house.
0: Yeah, and, and apparently nobody's family likes him. Nobody likes Sax on Earth. His family don't like him. Us the viewers don't like him. They just mocked him that told... whoever whoever been in a family where they like because I come from a family, where we tease each other, but this was blatant hate and mockery. They like like literally didn't like their brother and their son.
1: The wildest part about this scene was as much as I hate Sax, he wasn't the worst person in his family. They all seem like way worse people than him. And the fact that like he's kind of like the family screw up, like you could tell that they're all like ten times worse. And like they don't they don't give him an inch. But like mm-hmm. just looking at their faces, it's like his smug face times a hundred. Like they're all ridiculously condescending. Um, even for white people, it was just like all around the table. Every single person in that family was just like they treated him like the literal redheaded stepchild. Yeah. Um,
0: they hated it him. Like, it was funny.
1: Yeah. I, it was funny, but, like, for a, a split second, I was like, dang, his family is the worst. Like, I, I, I still hate him, but, like, in that, maybe, like, for about 10 seconds, I was like, dang, Saxon, I kind of feel for you. Like, I, even if I was a white dude, a privileged white dude, I wouldn't want to go through that. But, um, yeah, like... The brother's talking super trash to him about taking this job because he, you know, he's just calling it. You're gonna screw this up, which given the events of the, the previous series, not just season, Sack screws things up. So like, yeah, he's probably right. Um, but then we find out it's his younger brother. I'm like, dang, your younger brother talking to you like mm-hmm. this? Now, I'm an only child, but I couldn't imagine my younger brother even like even if my older brother or sister I'd still feel some kind of way, but like if my younger brother like really, just kept dunking on me like that, yeah. I don't know how I'd be able to take that. Yeah. But
0: the whole family didn't like him though. It's something like nobody liked him. The parents right. didn't seem to like him that much. The brothers and sisters didn't like him. So guess Sax is one of those people you love to hate.
1: Yeah, yeah. From there, it's house party time.
0: See, this when the show started getting good mm-hmm. to me run it um they finally get to zeke his name is zeke right Mm -hmm. zeke takes um tariq back to the bronx back to his family home Um, They're having a giant crazy house party this house is beautiful large crazy house packed full of people they celebrating i guess zeke getting into college um even though i don't know how they didn't know he was in college already um seeing his school has already started but you know not here it's
1: been one of those things where it's just like this is the this is the best weekend to do it. Or I guess
0: normally you you know you find out months and months in advance that you're gonna go to college, but they finally decided to have the party because he's I guess officially on campus and they happy for that boy. You know, it's people drinking, party, having fun. Um, he brings Tariq because that's like his new ace, his new main man. Uh, he introducing everybody, having a good time. And this is what I want the show to be about: moving forward. Uh, if they kill Tariq next episode, freak accident. And the show was centered around um, I think they called it the Tejada family. Yeah, yeah. The Tejada family, I would be fully engaged in just learning all these new characters and their thing. Cause you know, you know, just from this whole thing at a party, all the stuff that happened. They had people in the bathroom getting some head. They had fights. They had people pulling guns. They had another guy coming out with a two-barrel shotgun. The mom, Mary J. Blige, clearly is is the queen of it all, and she don't take no shit. She came out yelling at people, getting people out of here. Um, you can tell that she at least not maybe not the daughter, but at least encourages her son, um, to be involved about that life. Like she did have no problem with telling him, you know, handle your business. This dude ain't gonna do nothing, and you know. So, I'm I'm interested to see what we go with the Harder family. I'm I'm all in, I'm all in on them
1: um we we do see that when well, we get the kind of the, the knowledge drop that um Zeke is family but like through cousins like the these guys that he's introducing they're um they're like brothers and sisters but they're actually more more so his cousins
0: right um, i think they made it seem like his family i guess is gone maybe his parents are uh, wherever they are and i think they kind of raised him we they kind of all came up together in this household, and then a Zeke yeah. is like the, you know, they they seem to be a family like drug dealers or criminals, like from, just from the little like we don't know fully, but from what we see in this episode, they clearly involved in that life, and I think the father's in jail for life, so we know they they involved in that street life, and Zeke is like the golden boy that made it.
1: Yeah, um, we we, we he um he says that he's actually from the south, and what you kind of hear in his in his uh in his accent, like he's kind of from the south, but you know he he moved up. To go to school, and um, you know, that's how he got like I guess sort of scouted. Um, because you know, New York's definitely one of those top recruit states yeah. for basketball, so you know, made perfect sense from the move from up south, uh, from down south to up north, uh, and get recruited by you know, big name schools and everything like that. Um, but yeah, this is this is a wild party. Um, he introduces him to I forgot what the dude's name is. But the, the dude, the first dude he introduces him to, is already like, like he's already like eyeing Tariq, like who's this, who's this dude? Mm-hmm. Um, which you know is probably just that that street life was just like he's, he's yeah. keeping it out for his family, bringing the
0: outside in. You don't know him, right? I mean, I feel like you even if you're not involved in the street, if a stranger that you don't know come to any kind of event or gathering, you might not look at him with hostility, but you will be looking at him like who's this cat, and you're yeah. kind of just filling them out.
1: Yeah, and. And That's kind of on Zeke because he's just like, It's my man, Zeke. I mean, it's my man, Tariq. When it's just like, I've, I've been in that situation before, but like, I've been introduced, like, Oh, it's my roommate. And he has to be like, oh, okay. Well, you know, y'all are in school together. So, you know, you all right. And he brought you here. So, you know, but like, just my man's, that could be anybody. Like, this, this could be some dude you met trying to scam you or something like right. that. Um, he gets introduced to Diane, Diana. Um, who is not shy about uh, pretty much telling, you know letting Tariq know she's she kind
0: of feeling him. Off the brick yeah, you could say the flirtation was on 100 immediately. Yeah, like from first introduction, they was already came, getting together the, the googly eyes and they seemed like they, um, you know, it wasn't, from both sides, it was kind of an attraction.
1: Yeah. So uh, we get our first little altercation with uh, Kane and uh, some dude, um, real, it, yeah, real. I didn't bother to learn his name, especially you after, don't need to. Uh, what yeah. ends up happening to him. But um, Zeke, being a good family member, kind of goes to try and try and break it up, try and squash it, and everything. But uh, we we get introduced to uh, Mary J's character Monet, mm-hmm. who uh, comes out and tells Zeke like, "No, you you don't need to be around this. Like, go somewhere where you have deniability." Right. Uh, which is smart that they've been looking out for Zeke. Um, but also right. it could be a problem because, you know, they they could be that gangsta family was just like, okay, we got one that made it, so we going to leech him.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, I do like how she sent him away. She did nothing to stop the fight. Like yeah. she didn't she didn't stop her son, Kane, from uh, continuing to be involved in it, but she did at least send Zeke away so he doesn't get in trouble, whether that is out of the goodness of her heart or is that, like you said, maybe down the line they want him to make it pro, so then they got another spigot they can, uh, you know, leech off of or use to their advantage.
1: Yeah, so, you know, Tariq's taking all this in, and uh, he's like, yo, like, that was wild. Like, so y'all just going to keep it keep it going? And Diana's like, yeah, you know, it's just a normal night out here. Right. Uh, but, like, she asks him, she's like, you know, uh, what uh, – a." What you know, Zeke ain't never told you nothing about us like that? And he's like, nah, nothing like this. He just said he had a good family. And she gives him that eye like, okay, like, do you know more than what you're letting on? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, she looks him looks him up and down and um, just giving him the tour of the house still, you know, giving him the googly eyes and whatnot. And um, this is where we get the, kind of the news that like, yeah, dad is, uh, that is is behind bars, right? For you know, hard stuff. You know what I
0: mean? And yeah, I think we don't find out what until later when Tori does the Google search or whatever he does, right? But she was like, you know, my dad's in, and he was like, yeah, my mom is too. So that was like another little bonding moment that they could. I mean, what a thing to bond over. Mm. But you know, got them a little bit closer to each other.
1: Yeah. So that sweet moment is brief. Is immediately interrupted by. Uh, Round two of the of the hood drama, uh, Rell, you know, and they and they called it, you know, they knew he was gonna go to the, go to the Trump, and um, Monet just kind of sets him up to to kind of get the drop pulled up on him, but uh, the police pull up first, things are hot, so everybody kind of chills and whatnot, uh, but we get an interesting interaction between her and the police officer. Where she kind of walks him back to the car, and it seems like
0: oh, he she's... dirty. He a dirty cop. Yeah, I can already tell.
1: You. Yeah, like you know, she she seems to be a bit more connected. Um, but we also get Kane kind of giving this look, like he's not looking at real, He's looking at his mom talk to this police officer. So I'm wondering if that's like an overprotective look. Like is she messing with this cop, or I, I don't know what that was about. So. We get a, a quick, we get a, a text message from, from Brayden, you know, and she, she hits him with that line. Is that your girl, girlfriend? Right. In which Tariq handles perfectly, uh, you know, I ain't got one of those. Um, And <laughs> then we get the, we get the scene between Tamika and Sax. Do you, do you remember this scene?
2: I think that, well. What was they saying? This talking? is was,
0: where he's. Oh, what about the gun? Hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. Hi, what if happens if I hypothetically, yada, yada. She's like, man, Sax, I'm tired of you and your foolishness. Um, I don't want to hear no hypothetical, nothing out of your ass. I'm not trying to get caught up in your bullshit. Whatever it is, you need to fix it and leave me the hell out of it.
1: More importantly, if this comes down, I'm not looking out for you. I don't know you. Right. And Sax still trying to get his words in, and she hit him with the claps. I don't know you. <laughs> I love that. Get That's it funny. through your head, because um, again, Tamika being pulled into crap that she has nothing to do with. Right. She's just a black woman that wants to go to work, clock be successful, out home.
0: try to be a good life, and they keep her trying to eff her off.
1: Horrible! It's like they they keep doing this black woman dirty. They keep dragging her in their in their crap. Um, from there, we go to the strip club. And Braden I'm I'm assuming this is his first time in the strip club, but I think Braden is gonna be Braden's gonna be the other spanky. Yeah. He's uh, just funny. Just goofy. Almost not even spanky. I'm gonna give him uh, the B G role where he's just like <laughs> he's genuine but like clueless. Right. And a goofball. Um because I, I think he's he's obviously not street tough. Yeah. He's not street smart. But like he's he's clearly down for Tariq. Um, he has that interaction with the stripper that's prepared to take him for everything he's worth. Right. <laughs> this fool says, I, "I got a credit card my mom gave me, but like I don't think she you know I, she probably wouldn't want me to use it. But you know I, I think it's it's worth the trouble. Right. Um, but the kid is the kid is hilarious. Uh, what do you think? Oh, but she says. She takes Bitcoin? She only take
0: Bitcoin, I think she said. <laughs> yeah, like I said, he's just a, a nice little comic relief. A little uh, funny white kid playing hood, playing gangster for some reason. Because he's another one. If your family got enough money to donate wings and auditoriums and gymnasiums to colleges, you ain't got no business even being nowhere near some type of drug-dealing scheme. So why he wants to be involved in it, I guess we'll find out down the line. Um, but like I said, he's just a little funny comic relief. Um... To kind of break up the series, the more serious parts of the show.
1: Yeah. So, um, meanwhile, while this is going on, Tariq is dropping off product to Epiphany. It's like, this is uh this is what I got. Hit me on the cell when you you know, when you got it all. And you know, that particular part of the deal is done.
2: Yeah,
0: very trusting too. Tariq yeah. ain't learned his lesson, man. He just nope. get basically gave all the product that he got to one person in the hopes that she'll move it for him.
2: Yep.
1: Granted, he didn't have too many options. Um, yeah, true.
0: He had none really. Well, he could go right. back to his teacher, the high school teacher. Right. He could end up getting busted, I think.
1: Oh, my God. Which I wonder if he's going to come back into play. Right.
0: How did he um, not fall back on Tariq? Like, even when he got busted with the drug, like...
1: He didn't know. Like, the dude... Oh, did Tariq
0: know. did kind of push him off that he didn't know if it was... for yeah. He kind of suspected it, but it had no proof. Yeah. So, yeah, it's okay. like, he...
1: That that dude is screwed. Um, but, um Yeah like Tariq was definitely out of options Uh, Spank's dead two bits in jail Tommy's gone as far as we know yeah Um, Dre's dead that he he definitely ain't going to the Italians right so um,
0: and I can't go about the choke so he
1: right so he he was he was out of options Mm -hmm. Um, so the next scene pretty much picks us up with like a a little montage of um, Tasha going through it behind bars uh, we get we get Kane flexing we get little that was horrible. We get Kane Flex his gangster, killing rail.
0: Alright, uh, I got I the um, to new Tommy. I got a feeling he's gonna be the new Tommy of this 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 show. Yeah. Just a wild child, High loose range. cannon, the killer that's gonna the most bodies. Cause he shot dude pretty easily. I Think he made some type of flip comment about it, and then next thing he was in the car with his mom. And she was the getaway driver. So you know yep. she about that life. She wiped yeah, the blood off his the blood neck.
1: Off of yeah, um, so I, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, he he's definitely uh, the guy that, that that's to be feared, yeah, along with with the mom because she we still don't know exactly what she's into, but like right. it's it's evident.
0: Right. That so that's why I, I'm 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 really looking forward to getting to that family. Just more behind, just more in detail of what they do, what they're capable of, and everything associated with that.
1: Indeed. Um, so we get a quick little dorm life segment uh, this the next morning uh, where Zeke's like, hey, I need that that uh, that paper on Moby Dick. And he tells him, because he's clearly been through this before, I need it to sound like it was me. Right. <laughs> so Don't make
0: it all too smart. Right. Like, let me pass, but don't make it seem like they gonna know it's plagiarized.
1: Yeah, um, but he he also made the the statement that you know my family kind of you know liked you, right? You know, so he's he's this is clearly gonna be his ticket into uh, his extracurriculars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so while this is going on, he gets a text message from Lauren, who we met earlier in the episode, and um, oh well, before that, there's a quick meeting. Uh, with Sachs and uh, crap, I had her name and I forgot it.
0: A uh, lawyer lady.
1: Yeah, uh, the prosecutor that um, that he's uh, I guess had a thing with at some point. Yeah, seemed uh, like it. Yeah, but he's, he's trying to get, you know, trying to get info on this case. So uh, Tariq goes and meets Lauren at a diner, which I thought was an interesting choice. Like I'm, I'm wondering if this is their homage to to Jamie and um, and Angela because they used to meet at a diner
2: yeah, all the time. Kinda,
1: yeah, so um, you know, Tariq walks in there thinking he's you know she feeling me you know that's why she wanted to see me or whatnot. Nope, she was sent by Professor Milgan uh, to see if he you know <laughs> to see if he wants another shot at this right. Um, and uh, she's she's keeping it under with them, like you know she can't imagine what he's going through this is this is tough but she's she seems genuinely concerned um which is pretty nice for someone that he doesn't really know like that mm-hmm. um but like he we we get we get that that peek into the Tariq we haven't seen in a while that this kid is really smart and you know he once he finished the book it's like he he came up with his own view on it right and his own perception of the story that he read
0: yeah and she basically was like Uh, you know just tell him that and you should be good to go so she was encouraging and I think this is setting up a little love triangle Tariq gonna be his own little ghost where he got two women that he juggling because I think she do got a little flirtations with him too not totally not you know clearly not as deep as um What's her name? Diane? Diana? Not as direct, yeah. yeah. clearly not as that, but I feel like they do got a little vibe going.
1: Yeah. Um and you 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 hit it right on the hell, on the head like that's pretty much what you're talking like. If you say that, you'll probably be good. They'll see that you're actually about this and that you're, you know, you you are capable. Um Right. So, and real quick,
0: I did a little research on that book. It's okay. only 152 pages. So, wow. it's not like Oh man, it is a French novel, though. I mean, I'm sort of translated it to English, but it looks like it's only about 159 pages, so hmm. that's that's doable. With a night, you can read 159 pages in a night. Right.
1: I'm still going to give him a, a a little benefit of the doubt, just because of all the crap that's going on in his life. Um, but neither nor there. Um, she goes to the bathroom, and Tariq is immediately the worst friend to go out to eat with. Uh, Sax knocks on the window. Tariq gets up, leaves, leaves her stuff. Like, you ain't even keep an eye on her purse. Mm-hmm. You're, you stinking it up, Tariq. Like she'll never trust you again. Um, but he goes out, and Sax pretty much tells him like, "Yeah, this is this is already hitting the fan. Um, your mom said it was Dre, and due to evidence, like there was no um, GSR on to, on Dre." It, that, that proves that it wasn't Dre. Right? right. And not only did she tell them that, you told me that. So we need to figure out how this goes away because clearly she didn't shoot anyone and she's protecting someone. So you need to figure out what you're going to do or it's a wrap for all of us. Right. But Tariq being, being Tariq, the little blackmailer that he is, is like, look, if it ain't Dre, it's you. So you better help me out. Right. Help me figure this out.
0: I like how he flipped it on him immediately because he was like, Yeah, maybe it wasn't Dre, but I did see somebody there. And unless you want me to tell the cops about it, we don't need to figure it out. You need to figure it out. Yeah. So I, I like how he flipped it on him. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And speaking of flipping, uh he he pulls a squeeze move. He uses um Zeke's follower count to make a viral video, uh, pretty much forcing uh, Davis McLean's hand and um, pretty much telling him that like look everything that I've been going through is crazy, but I have a lawyer mm-hmm. who is gonna help my family. and uh, I just want to say thank you to him. And uh, it was it was a smart move. It was a they smart worked. move. Yeah, he, he hit him with the squeeze play and um, <laughs> Davis' phone starts blowing up. Everybody's hitting him up like, man, like you're a good guy and <laughs> Davis clearly. Wants nothing to do with right. this, um, but he still wants his money. He definitely still wants his money. Um, we get his his round two of the oral um, the oral examination. Uh, what did you think about his um, his his comeback?
0: I mean, basically, we just talking about himself. I think mm-hmm. um, we kind of talked about how. You know, people don't do stuff just because they do it. You know, people do stuff because they want to do it. They do it because they, whatever the reason is. He was a killer. Uh, he wanted to kill. He did it. And I think he was just kind of giving a, a reflection of his own feelings about himself and the fact that he killed his dad. Um, so I think it was a nice tie in. It got him, of course, with what his ultimate goal was into the program. But it also shows that he does have some type of, uh, I guess, feelings about the fact that he killed his dad. You know, it wasn't as just as easy as. um, He's made it seem after the fact because he showed a little remorse as far as through his actions, but I feel like he does have some type of feelings about it.
1: I agree. Um, It was definitely well done. My only issue with this scene, where it's just like it, it went, it went like they lost me at the very end of the scene was one he, he stole that turtleneck from his dad's closet uh cause that turtleneck was screaming at me for whatever reason mm-hmm. um but at the end of his monologue really quick he looks right into the camera and i was like oh come on man like that's that's two on the nose it's like you don't need to put the cherry on top of you looking at the at the audience like and this is what my story is gonna this is what my book is gonna be about it it felt a, a tad bit cheesy um so that was the only part that kind of blew me. But, yes, um, everything else, 100%, like, this is him telling his story um, and c- coming to terms with the growing pains of his actions. Um, so he gets the text from from Davis, and, uh, you know, he, he wants to meet. And like I said, we said before, this this whole series better not be him doing cardio, running across campus. Right. Um,
2: A lot so, of know, running. He,
1: yeah, he, he gives Davis the money. He's like, "All right, you got me for about a week. Um, I'll I'll give it a shot. So let let's see what you want to do." Um, so Davis tells him like, "Look, you you need to get me uh, a shooter. Like everybody that you've been trying to, you guys have been trying to lay this on. It doesn't work." so you get me a shooter so Tariq is like or, or your mom's going to stay in jail like period so he he being Tariq pretty much tells Davis like all right i can't tell you that but he gives him a coded message to give to his mother um how did you feel about that coded message and, and sort of how it played out
0: i was, i was confused as to was he telling her, telling his mother kind of telling him because um, at that point, like, yeah. what would be the point of all? He can just walk into any time and just tell. Yeah. He don't need his mother to say, the shooter is my son. If he really want to take her place, go confess. You don't need to quote a message. Just walk in there and say, I'm the one to kill my father. It wasn't my mother. She's taking the blame for me. And call it a day. So that's why I was a little confused. Was he saying, be honest in the sense that he was saying to blame it on him? Or was he trying to give her the message to there's only one person left? And who she ultimately blames it on?
1: Yeah, I was kind of in that, that same boat um, of, like, is she is he giving her the green light to rat him out? Because if so, it's going to be amazing to see how they get him out of this charge. Um, but, like you said, that is not the case. Uh, we get a quick meeting between Davis and Tasha with uh, fun kind of back and forth with the fact that, like, she's like, oh, man, like, he really got you here. Which I didn't know that she knew he was trying to get him um, but that could just been something I, I missed um, but he delivers the message and she knows what she has to do mm-hmm. uh, so we get her standing up in front of the jury well not the jury the judge yeah and uh, she drawn out as it is she drops the name of the person who shot Ghost and who um, she was afraid of,
2: Tommy right. Egan. Tommy and Egan. And
1: I think that was a perfect delivery because up until that point, Tommy is not referenced or mentioned, not once. So I think that was something that they nailed in this episode that, like, up until that point, Tommy is not a part of this world.
0: Right. He's just gone. Yeah. So that was, you know, crazy, um, which led to some interesting circumstances because –
1: it immediately backfires. Yeah,
0: because immediately went from okay, the state decided to drop all charges. Um, and then but then here comes Sachs walks up, and gives um, they arrest her, they arrest her for king, queen print charges I guess, and then like dumbly she said, I think somebody somebody said it was like, well why by the time you do it? And she said because I told him to do it. So she yeah. basically told herself in court oh God, that why? she told a person to kill somebody and they actually did it. So that's definitely conspiracy and nothing else. You ordered a hit on somebody.
1: Like that, I didn't understand the reasoning for her saying that. Like, why would you say that in court? Like, dumb
0: Tasha being dumb again.
1: And that, that particular instance was one of the few times I was like, the writers, the writers screwed her over. Like she didn't have a reason to say I told him to like that. That's just not smart.
0: Right, she could have been like Tommy came to me and said he wanted to get rid of ghosts. He threatened me. He forced me to participate. You know, he made me this accomplice. But to say I told him to do it, like what the? F- and then no uh, Davis whatsoever. immediately, what's his name? Davis, Method man. His name is Davis, right? He immediately was like, "Yo, whoa, chill out." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's like why would that's not smart, right? Like that's not smart at all. Like don't do that. And you know, scary DNC guys like, oh, there it is. That, that's right. the green light. Q he John all heavy legend. in the courtroom, right? He was he was hyped. Um, so yeah, they they slide the order, they slide the warrant, and uh, yeah, like you said, she gets arrested. Um, which oh oh my god. But you need a show. There's no point in me dwelling right. on it. You, you need a show. Um, it was still dumb. That's the last I'm gonna say about it. But um, yeah, it. That's that's pretty much how it goes down. Um, she gets dragged back off. Uh, we get <laughs> full circle. Yeah. We get Lady Guard. Both on <laughs> her back. Just petty and terrible, laughing at her as she came back in. That was so rough.
0: Right? That she was... thought she was going home, and she had her wig on and everything. Yeah. They took her wig back
2: again.
1: She was almost home free. Um, but we get Tariq re- thinking on his feet. Um, about how, you know, cause Davis is like, yo, this is, this is wild. Yeah, let's make this. Get this. I'm out. No yeah. Sense. Yeah. And you know, what have you gotten me into? To which, you know, three, like, Hey, man, this was the, this was the ghost in him. Um, it's like, Hey man, like as crazy as it sounds, like you can, if you win this, you're the man,
2: right? He so like,
0: just got in the case of the century. basically. Yeah. Get her off and you you know, you gonna be the best, the most sought after defense attorney in all the, you know, New York, if nothing else.
1: Yeah, it's borderline the same pitch uh, Ghost gave to um, uh, Councilman Tate, Councilman Old dog mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, this is a wild situation, but if you pull this off, you're untouchable. Um, and then we get our our pretty much our stare down of what this season is, what this series is going to be, at least for this first season, which is Tariq versus Sachs. Um, which sucks for Sax because he was also in between a rock and a hard place. He clearly didn't want to do it. But yeah, he had to do it.
0: Yeah, they forced the same. Um,
1: and um, yeah, Davis, still, you, you're not off the hook. Like, um, yeah, hey, they still pay want me. his money. Yeah, you go and pay me. Uh, so the scene sort of wraps up with Tariq going to start some homework for uh his class then he, he's like no I gotta do Zeke's homework and then he's like well let me research what's going on with the Tejada family
0: Right. Now that's gonna probably be his connection into getting more product cause he know a lot of these people involved in drugs he know Monet he see Monet in the background of the, pr- the picture I guess of the guy being sentenced so you know I guess he feel like he got us into this family and we gonna see where it go from there
1: and essentially, that's where this episode leaves off.
0: Yeah. So, like, I mean, overall, like I said, it, it had a lot of rough, rocky points, but I'm going to give them a benefit of the doubt because it, even though we have some established characters, it is a spinoff. This was basically a pilot episode. Mm-hmm. And pilot episodes are always... I don't care if it's the best show that ever existed. To me, most pilot episodes always have some roughness to it. Right. Um, You rarely, rarely find a show... Um, that has a pilot episode that's just like automatically fantastic um, so it, you know it has some rough things around the edges you know st- still some of that same power continuity issues that they just kind of mess up or they either forget about or just don't care about um, and there's some things that just make you scratch your head um, but it, it did enough to keep me wanting to continue to, to watch the show um, like I said I, I'm still not really uh, all in on Tariq but I really am into Monet, I mean into Kane I mean to that whole Tahar family and what they're all involved in um, so you know we'll see how it goes I, I want to see how they're going to balance all this between cause like I said I, I, I said it a bunch of times but I think they, they, they're kind of in a combination like you even said it a combination between a different world where they kind of get into this college thing and those college things and his going to classes will be heavily involved but they're also mixing it with some street stuff so I'll be interested in where it's going to go
1: what, uh? what's some running theories you got?
0: Um, You know, I think, like I said, I think Tariq is going to be battling between Lauren and um, Diane. Mm-hmm. I think he really going to be kind of torn with the Diane thing because he's going to have to stay on her good side for sure because I think he is going to find a way to introduce himself into Monet and get her to stop supplying him in some type of product. Um, why she would need to do it, I don't know. Maybe he'll be selling it as old. I got all these connections on college campus and we can move drugs easy through college. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, so I think he definitely going to be involved in that. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Method Man. I don't know if his connection is just going to be just with him and Tarik and defend Tasha, or is he somehow, somehow going to get involved in the other criminal stuff Tariq is involved in. So I'm interested to see where that goes as well. Um, but, I, you know, and, and Kane. I want to see what Kane is going to do. I think he really is the wild card
2: of it all.
1: Um, I think, just like you said, uh, it's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be a love square. I think he's gonna. I forgot about Effie. Somehow, yeah, he's gonna somehow blow it with those two, and that's how he's gonna kind of come back into the picture. Um, cause I don't think, yeah, I don't think Lauren's gonna be about the games. Uh, um, she's gonna be cool with him, and we're gonna get that, that, that Tariq. Trying to get his player legs, um, which should be fun to watch. Um, and I'm not saying that you know manipulating women is fun, but I think he's going to fail at it. Um, I think he's going to be bad at it, and I think that will be fun. Uh, he's he's got too much on his plate, and I think the thing that's gonna he's going to drop the ball on is he's going to screw up with Zeke. That's what I think he's going to mess up with. And I think that's what gets him in in trouble with his with Zeke's family, um, weirdly quicker, if not first, than the whole you know getting into the to the G shit. Um, and I'm, I I'm I don't know the the Kane character, you know he he's he's clearly the pit bull, but I think the thing I'm interested in with him is the other brother, the kid with the 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 younger kid with like the kind of kind of high-top-looking haircut.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, the guy that was looking at him funny when he first bought him yeah. in. Yeah, yeah see, I he think... just played so small a role that I, I didn't even think about the guy.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to be the, the wild card um, because it, it just seems like one of those things where I could see Kane trying to punk him way too many times and him either, like, kind of having, like, a little secret alliance with Tariq and them trying to get Kane up out of there or him being a wild like this, whoever that kid is, I keep forgetting, I don't have his name. Him being like, all right, I'm gonna get Tariq and Kane up out of here. And mm. I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the top brother. Right. Um. It, but I think more, I, I'm interested to see more from, from Mary J. Blige. Um, yeah. She can acting wise. We we keep it at hundred. She can be hit or miss. Yeah. Um, she has her great things and she has her. Sometimes her slightly off things, so I'm I'm curious to see what she brings to the table because so far she's only said like maybe
0: ten words, yeah, maybe
1: ten words. Uh, But yeah, man, uh, we're back for the ride.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I don't know if they finish production, uh, but we'll you know as many episodes they put out, you know, hopefully we'll be here every week to um, give us give a little recap. So make sure y'all continue to listen in subscribe and comment and you know interact with us you know i appreciate a listen for sure but you know i I love the interaction that's the whole point of having like a smaller independent podcast is that i want to interact with the fans i want to hear the theories i want to hear stuff like that so if if you got comments or feedback feel free to um you know give it up and then to our friends to who we know watch the show last time we didn't bother y'all for those fifteen episodes we did, you getting bothered this time? Somebody will hop yeah. on there as a guest host.
1: Clear your calendar. Right, we we'll coming. Um, yeah, just to echo everything he said. Like hit us up. We only get snappy with the bot posters. <laughs> you know, we well, that's, nice just yeah. that's just that's
0: fun. That's just fun. Yeah, I like the bots. You know,
1: we don't bite, so definitely hit us up. Um, sir, where can they find you?
0: Uh, you know everything. Uh, shit everything is still POP podcast mainly um even though the new podcast if I ever get back to making that again it's conversations with Carlos D and you sir
1: I am off the clock pod O-F-F-T-H-A clock pod on uh twitter facebook instagram and um you can search me anywhere at off the clock podcast um right now um on mine pretty much just getting um uh, recaps of uh, Lovecraft Crunchy. Mm. Mm, that was horrible. Did I, did I say Lovecraft Country? Crunchy?
2: Lovecraft Crunchy. Mm. The that's, new that's,
1: show. My, that's my 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 cooking YouTube channel. <laughs> um, Lovecraft Country is the show. Yeah. Um, also that's another good one. Also looking into uh, getting back into the the regular episodes when I get a chance. Uh, but yeah, all that good stuff. Hit us up and uh, check us out.
0: All right, man. So next time, this has been Carlos D.
1: And this has been Triple D.